Welcome to episode number 19 with Dr. Michael Lewis on why female entrepreneurs need fish oil. Welcome to the Herpreneur Lifestyle Show. I'm your host, Annette Lakovich. Join me as I bring you the most cutting edge, coolest people in the planet to help you live a bigger, fuller life as a female entrepreneur. More health, more wealth, more happiness as you continue to grow your extraordinary business. Now, let's go. Woman now attracting easy money, wow. In your business, your relationships, you can have it. Your self-esteem with speaking another language. It's official. Raise your glasses. Your business is now speaking to the masses. Aloha. I hope I'm saying that right. I'll know in a couple of days. When you're listening to this podcast, I will be in Hawaii and I will know how to say aloha. I think that's right. (laughs) So today I bring you Dr. Michael D. Lewis. He is the head of research for fish oil for brain injuries. And you might be thinking, why the heck do you actually have a guy that studies brain injury on for us women? Well, any one of us can bump our head at any time, though I'm not wishing that upon you. If there had to be one supplement that you had to take that is the epitome of anything else, it would be fish oil. Fish oil not only feeds the brain, it also helps with your memory, helps with inflammation, helps with your heart, and guess what, ladies? Also helps with fat loss. Yes, that's right. Our next interview coming up, Dr. Laurie Shemak. She actually goes through, she studies fat research, and she actually gives us a download on why fish oil is needed for fat loss. Just seriously love these amazing doctors I'm getting on the show to help us not just be more incredible and functional, but also be hot and sexy too. And I tell you what, I've been working my butt off and um, I'm ready for Hawaii. I've got what's called the Hawaii body. That's what the saying was in our household for the last month. (laughs) And um, I'm really scared because I know that my beautiful morning breakfast shake that I have around 10 o'clock in the morning is not going to be there. And um, I'm sure there's going to be beautiful buffet breakfasts and I've got my bikini ready and I'm sure I'm going to have some tummy bloat while I'm sunbaking. But hey, uh, I need to make sure I don't fall off the rails too much. But I know when I get back, I'm going to be back into full swing of things and um, diet will be cleaned right up. But hey, that's what holidays are about, right? Is uh, making sure we have a little bit of leniency hopefully not too much. I laugh now, but really I won't be laughing when I get back if things slide too much. So uh, wish me luck. Let me tell you a bit about Dr. Michael Lewis. He has a list of longer than my arm of his achievements and his journey in life and what he's done. Can you believe that he's gone from the US Army being a colonel after 31 years into founding a non-for-profit brain health education and research institute? He is a graduate of the US Army, the Military Academy at West Point and also Tulane University School of Medicine. And he's also board certified as a fellow American American College of Preventative Medicine and also American College of Nutrition. He has completed postgraduate training in Walter Reed Army Medical Center, John Hopkins University and Walter Reed Army Institute of Research. I told you it's longer than my arm but guess what he also has a private practice and he's an author of When Brains Collide. This is part A of his interview Part B, we played first, just to confuse you. 
So if you haven't yet listened to episode number five, Happy on CBD Hemp Oil, go back and listen to that after this because it was that greater information. I'm actually on my second bottle now of CBD oil. I got it from a company called Ricks that's in Australia and uh, you can buy it online and then he prescribes the dosage that you need. It is incredible. Cannot rave about it any more than um, than pushing it on you. It's um, it's incredible, especially for us women in business. Today we're talking about fish oils though, which is part A of the interview, which I did promise I was going to send out to you. So here it is, sit back and enjoy. Big welcome, Michael, and thank you, thank you, thank you so much for saying yes to be on the Herpreneur Lifestyle Show. Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure. I, I couldn't wait to, to join you today. Now, I'm just going to dive straight into it. Um, we have so many women in the community in Australia of entrepreneurship, and I've witnessed it firsthand with women that have gone through one, my mastermind program. Um, a bit of background about myself. I do a lot of public speaking. So we'll have maybe 1,500 entrepreneurs in the room at some of the, the biggest stadiums and biggest halls in Australia. And there's one thing that continually um, seeps through when either doing private coaching or doing performance coaching, and it's the stress levels. And I don't think enough people have talked about it over the years. And I really want to be able to now help support that and that's what the Herpreneur Life Soul Show is all about is how do we really stay healthy and happy while growing our business. So I would love to dive in with your expertise um, about the things that we can do to help support us with stress, anxiety, our health um, and that's why I've actually got you on the show today. So where should we start? My gosh, I've just... <laughs> well, I can tell you where we should start. You should have me, you know, get me to come to Australia and do this in person. <laughs> Hell yeah, absolutely. We've got a big convention I, I spent, coming up. I, I spent, uh, well, I spent, you know, 30 some years in the Army, in the U.S. Army, and, uh, and a little over four or so of those years was in Thailand, and every chance I got, I went to Australia, whether it was Perth or Sydney or oh, Brisbane, uh, Brisbane a number of times, and just absolutely loved it. Tried my best to get stationed there, but couldn't quite work that out. Well, we've got to get you back. We have some kick-ass <laughs> events, massive events. Um, yeah, it's called the Uncon, the Unconvention. So it's doing things <laughs> in the unconventional way. Let's let's start with how did you get into this? How did you get into um, really studying in the brain? You've got a great book out there, When Braids Collide. How did you go down this path? Well, it, interesting. It does start in Asia a bit. Um, I got assigned when I was in the Army to Bangkok. To, and I was doing infectious disease research. Mm -hmm. And um, after I went over for a two-year tour and two years became four years and trying to get it to be six years, like, no, 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 we're going to have you come back and uh, to Washington, D.C. and teach at the medical school all this great experience you got. And, um, and so I'm there, and you know, now we're at war in Iraq and Afghanistan, and our soldiers are I'm there at the biggest military hospital, and our soldiers, you know, you're around wounded warriors and you can't help, but, you know, what can I do to be more actively helping, mm -hmm. um, with the war effort, you know, helping our soldiers recover. 
and you know dealing with uh, infectious diseases in Asia wasn't necessarily the way to do it. And so kind of saw some things, put two and two two together and came up with an odd number. And um, when I kind of figured it out in my mind, I went to the head of research at Walter Reed and, and said, is anybody looking at the use of omega-3 fatty acids to help our soldiers recover from traumatic brain injury? And the guy was really thoughtful and he thought about it for a minute and then he says, oh, no, why don't you? <laughs> and, uh, and, and two weeks later, I was told I was the DOD Department of Defense's subject matter expert on the, on the sub, on the, in this area. And, um, and, uh, Subsequently, I had to learn to, as they say, uh, so had to learn to drink from had to learn to drink from a fire hydrant um, <laughs> as quickly as possible because I didn't know anything about it. But every objection I put out there, it kept, he's like, "Yeah, but you're the only one asking the question." Mm. And unfortunately, today I'm still one of the only few people that are asking that question and trying to, you know, get the word out that when you have and it doesn't have to be a traumatic brain injury. It could be an emotional brain injury, for example. Um, uh, it, it could be any type of brain injury. It could even be from chemotherapy, you know, wow. people dealing with cancer. But the mechanisms that you get as you go down the line uh, are all pretty much the same. And that's where diet, nutrition, even exercise can really make a huge influence. And the difference was when I'm talking about omega-3s like from fish oil and fish oil supplements, I'm talking about doses much, much higher than anybody else is typically talking about. Yes. Mm, I actually work with a functional medicine doctor. I've worked with a naturopath for years as well. And the education that's come through them about fish oils um, and the dosage is so much higher than even what they sometimes write on the, the pack. Well, hopefully I'm making a difference. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Sometimes um, you wonder, but, you know, mm, you keep, keep at it. And... The, the, let me ask you this because this might sound like a really stupid question, and who knows, I might edit it out of this. <laughs> <laughs> I just recently had meningitis. Um, it took uh, four days for them to work out if it was bacterial or viral. Um, it was viral, and I was in another country, um, third world country, and it was that the food was it wasn't you wouldn't call it food, but that swelling of the brain, that swelling <laughs> of the brain, is that classified as a as a brain injury? I would I would classify it as a brain injury. So that's why I mentioned it could be an emotional mm. injury. And, you know, and a lot of times we talk about like PTSD, but, you know, we're going to eventually get to talking about stress and anxiety. Mm -hmm. But in that case, it's it's an infectious origin. So uh, let me just describe a brain injury really quick. Yeah. There's really two parts of a brain injury, and we only typically think about the first part. Um, what we call the primary injury. And so in terms of a traumatic brain injury, that primary injury is, you know, you hit your head or something hits your head or, you know, some kind of transmission of mechanical force to your, to your head, whether it's slipping on the ice, um, or, you know, colliding on a, on a sports field or mm -hmm. whatever, slipping in the shower, um, or kids falling on the playground. So that's the primary injury. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, 
of chemo uh, chemotherapy, um, you know, with cancer, that's a chemical injury. That's mm-hmm. really just another type of the primary injury. A stroke is just an anoxic primary injury. Yes, meningitis is an infectious. Meningitis is it's an infectious mm-hmm. primary injury. Now, what happens is most people think that's where it stops, but that's just where it begins. Then you've got the whole secondary injury or secondary uh, response to the injury, and that's something that could continue for minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, years, even decades. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you hear, like in the United States, the American football players um, having you know, being diagnosed with chronic traumatic encephalopathy or CTE, you know, 20, 30 years down the line as a, you know, they age more prematurely. Mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali, the great boxer, right? How many yes. times take punches to the head and he basically died of Parkinson's disease. All those things, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, um, mm-hmm. CTE are just because those secondary cascades never got shut down. Mm-hmm. And if you think about if it's inflammation, it just, inflammation happens long enough, it becomes chronic inflammation. So if you never fully address that chronic inflammation, it's going to lead to those diseases I just mentioned. Mm. Not necessarily, not, never, not 100%, but I mean, you know, the, the odds are not in your favor. And this is where prevention can come in, correct? This is it's where we can... Prevention and mm. just right-sizing the inflammatory response. Um, even, even I mean, I deal with some people decades after the injury in some cases. Um, my typical patient is coming to me usually two to five years after the injury, and they've been through the Western medical system, and they've done all kinds of therapy. And <laughs> they've done everything. <laughs> and they've done everything, and they've just, you know, they pretty much have just given up, and then they find me. Um, and I give them hope because I talk about it a lot differently than my contemporary uh, mm. allopathic physicians. And I have to say, I'm, I am as traditionally trained doctor as you'll ever find and spent 30-some years in the Army. So, I mean, I am like as traditional <laughs> as ever. But I'm gonna, there's, that's about the last traditional thing I will say in this whole interview. <laughs> wow. You know, um, it's, just, it's just so interesting what you're saying because anyone listening, they're going, they're going to know somebody who has gone through a stroke, has gone through chemotherapy, who has... Um, um, Alzheimer's um, in their family. This information is just information that will just continually trickle down. One of the well, one of the biggest things was that uh, in January 2006, in uh, um, coal mine country in the United States, in the, in the state of West Virginia, there was a an ac- a coal mine accident. This big international news. There was 22 miners trapped underground, like a mile underground, for about 40, 41 hours. And when they finally got to them, 21 of the 22 were dead. And there was one guy just barely, uh, you know, hanging on by a thread. It's still unbelievable that he survived. And so here's a guy that had severe carbon monoxide poisoning, methane gas poisoning. And as a result of that, Massive heart attack. And he's like 23, 24 years old or something at the time. So massive heart attack, which is how you die of carbon monoxide poisoning, you know, liver failure, kidney failure, 
and basically was brain dead. And so they did everything that they needed to do or could do for carbon monoxide poisoning, hyperbaric oxygen to, mm-hmm. to drive in the oxygen because his kidneys had failed. He was on dialysis. But they were still, once they kind of got him stabilized, they were still left with somebody who didn't have a whole lot of brain wave function. And so Barry Sears, the zone diet guy, um, oh, yeah. who's been talking about inflammation and omega-3s for decades, um, reached out, or, or the neurosurgeon in West Virginia reached out to him. I don't remember which way it exactly went. But basically, they, they got together and said, well, let's just flood his body and subsequently his brain with omega-3s. It takes omega-3s to make a brain in the first place. So about 30% of the fat in our brains are omega-3s. Wow. So you can't, you, can't even, you can't even build a brain. You can't, there would be no brain without omega-3s. You also need omega-6s, and we can talk about that uh, briefly. Mm-hmm. But, but they said, let's flood his brain with the omega-3s. We got nothing to lose, and the short of the story <laughs> exactly. is exactly. Like, so what's the short, short of the nothing was going to happen. I mean, they said that you know when you walked into the ICU, it smelled like a fish factory. But um, but they um, the short of the story is a couple months later, the guy walked out of the hospital and has gone on to lead a relatively normal life. Incredible. And I just heard this story over and over again from a friend, and, and that friend put me in touch with that neurosurgeon, and I started peppering him with questions, and like, why did you do this? Why did you do that? And that was the next day I went to the head of research and said, why aren't we doing this? You know, if it worked uh-huh. for carbon, if it worked for carbon monoxide poisoning, why aren't we trying this for traumatic brain injury? And it was a that was the answer. It was uh, nobody's looking at it. Why don't you? <laughs> so that was really kind of a bit of. You know, there's a little bit more to it, but that that was the two and two and two that wow. came together. So what are the what are some of the mass benefits that people would have from having like put in a good quality? And that's the difference there, isn't it? It's not just getting the. <laughs> the it's it's brand. both quality. It's both quality and quantity. Mm. Um, so one thing that I always say, some people are like, well, I'm taking this fish oil. Is it okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah there's better quality out there. But some fish oil is better than none, um, but more is better than some. So mm. next time you need to buy a bottle, why don't you get something that's actually really good for you? Mm. <laughs> so, I, so, talk, so anyway. Yeah, so talk to us about some of the benefits. And you've got the DHA and the EPA and... <laughs> When we talk about omega-3s, there's basically three types of omega-3s or three specific omega-3s we typically talk about. And I'll just use the initials. ALA is the 18-carbon chain one. That's considered short chain. That's what you find in um, flaxseed, dark leafy Uh green vegetables. vegetables. It's really good for you, absolutely perfectly good for you. Um, Then there's... 20 carbon chain length is now what we consider a long-chained polyunsaturated fatty acids, and that's EPA at 20 uh, carbons in length, and 22 carbons in length is DHA or docosahexaenoic acid. DHA is what's found in the brain. Uh-huh. So there's very little EPA that's found in the brain. There's basically no ALA found in the brain. And even worse is you can eat all the flaxseed oil in the world, and only about 1% or 2% of that, that ALA will get converted to DHA and incorporated in the brain. So it's part of the 
cell wall uh, or the cell membrane and the um, and and the neurons. It's part of every cell in our body, but like cholesterol, for example, but. More specifically, it's most concentrated in the brain, about 90, you know, anyway, we'll not throw out numbers. Um, so DHA is what's the real important one. Okay. And the only good way to get um, EPA and DHA, like I said, it doesn't get elongated hardly at all from ALA. So the only way to really get it is from animal meat. Mm-hmm. And that animal meat could be grass-fed beef or lamb. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. But the most um, the, the most concentrated is seafood, and specifically things like sardines, mackerel, mm-hmm. uh, good wild-caught salmon, uh, Good, to, good quality tuna, all can be very high in EPA and DHA, DHA in particular. Mm, wow. What you don't think about is it's not just what you're eating, it's what's in the food chain. So <laughs> what the food's eating. A lot of, so it's what the food's eating. So yeah. literally, I mean, so if you think about it, so, you know, for the longest time in the United States, you hear, you know, that chicken is a much healthier alternative than beef. Really? Mm. <laughs> what are they feeding the chicken? Yeah, yuck! It makes me sick. <laughs> you know, so if and so, in fact, you know, I was involved yeah. in this one study when we looked at we looked at what, what are we feeding our soldiers, and when we when we estimated how much omega sixes and omega threes and stuff like that went, but when we went into the dining hall and pulled out some of the food and, and tested the chicken, it didn't have any omega threes. We were shocked. It was all omega sixes. Oh, and because that's what are we feeding the chicken? Mm-hmm. I mean, so if you think about it, I mean, uh, you know, so I said I lived in Thailand for like four plus years. And, you know, you got you've got a chicken coop on top of a <laughs> pond with the fish underneath of it. And you're feeding the chicken soy and corn mm-hmm. um, and the chickens pooping into the water. And that's what the fish eat. So that whole food chain right there is adulterated with omega-6s yeah it's just so you're um, far back to so, you are what you eat you are what you so, eat and you are what you eat eat <laughs> is that the saying i've heard before <laughs> you're, you're in australia you should be eating good fresh lamb because <laughs> mm. lamb is you know good grass-fed you know lamb off of the farm is gonna have a lot more omega-3s than your sort of broiler chicken that's raised all cooped up and fed soy and corn. Yeah. Look, it's easy for us to get grass-fed meat, definitely easy. It's the wild or deep sea stuff is what's 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 quite hard to get so i get to the farmer's markets as i said to you before that's for me and i'm, I'm so fortunate michael it's five minutes down the road the farmer's market so <laughs> so for me it's super easy and a lot of people think that it's actually quite expensive um but the farmer's market actually has very, very competitive prices compared to some of the supermarket chains around here. So I think it's worth your while. But, you know, the other thing I'd like to say is if you don't pay now, you're going to pay later. Awful stuff. Michael, we've got a gift for the listeners today. Can you tell them what the gift is that um, they can grab? Well, uh, as you mentioned, I finally, uh, last year or so, about um, 15, 18 months ago, wrote a book. Um, called When Brains Collide, uh, what every parent and athlete should know about head injuries. 
sort of shorten the title, but when brains collide. And so as a free gift for people, I wanted to make sure that uh, people at least got to read the introduction uh, mm-hmm. about, uh, and it really focuses on how did I come to this? You know, some of the stories will sound familiar for what we talked about today, but, um, but just how powerful it is in one of the first big cases uh, that I dealt with with a really severe traumatic brain injury and how um, it got picked up by the international news and, and basically broadcast around the world and kind of really accelerated my reputation, I guess you would say. Guys, if you want to grab a hold of this, uh, all you need to do is go to com forward slash brain health. So com forward slash brain health. You can also grab that in the show notes. So if you're driving or walking along, all you need to do is just click that link and that will take you straight through. And also, um, we're going to have a couple of other links there so they can follow you um, on Brain Health Education and also a link on Amazon where you can actually get the Brain Collide book. So go out and grab that. A question that I love to finish the show, because the Herpreneur Lifestyle Show, Michael, is about life and putting happiness into our lives and making sure we're conscious of it. What's something that you do, even an activity, um, a, a, a routine, something that you do on a very regular basis that really fills up your happiness cup? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, there's two, two answers. One of them is, uh, is basically I, I'm, I like to exercise. I just I feel so much better if I miss a couple of days if i'm not exercising it's just something's missing in my life so that's my always go-to if i'm feeling stressed yeah i go to i go to exercise uh that's that's the thing that really helps you balance me um but i gotta tell you this may sound contrite or whatever but you know when i get the thing that makes my day more than anything is when I have a patient that either stops me on the street or at a conference uh, or I yeah. get an email that says, you know, you really made a difference in my life or a loved one's life. And cause I got to tell you when you're dealing with the preventive medicine side or prevention side, you don't get that direct feedback mm-hmm. <laughs> that you're actually making a difference. And I got to tell you, it's odd. It's great, you know, how the universe talks to us because there have been times where I'm just like, what am I doing? Why am I beating my head against the wall uh, trying to get this message out? Why don't I just go get a job? <laughs> and and that's when I get an email or a phone call or something yeah. from a patient that just says, Without you, you literally have saved my life or made a difference in my life. And that's that's what I live for, um, to help people and make a difference. Well, you are incredible. I feel extremely honored that you have taken the time to just spread this message, not just about fish oil, about brain health, and also about the CBD. That's just totally blown my mind. <laughs> um, thank you so much. And, um, yeah, just all the best. And let's all send Michael some great wishes and great emails. Um, if you haven't, go to brainhealtheducation.org. Again, this is um, all in the show notes, so you have to click the link. Let's send him some love via emails. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, Michael. Thank you so much. Have a great evening. I know it's evening over there, right? 
It is. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Annette. We really appreciate it. So, ladies, get your hands on some DHA EPA fish oil. The brand I use is called Metagenics. That's definitely one of the best. Uh, It's normally prescribed through some type of nutritionist, health specialist, naturopath, or integrative or functional medicine doctor. Ones you can normally get through a chemist is Bioceuticals. It's a blue brand with, um, I think, a gold, blue and gold, navy blue and gold, I think it is. And just recapping, the most important thing I think to take away from this whole interview is you are what you eat eats. Fish aren't meant to eat pellets. Chickens aren't meant to eat pellets. So next time you're buying fish and you're buying it from Coles, it's farmed fish, unless it says deep sea or wild. Never been out of sea in Coles or in Woolworths. So when you go to your fish shop, make sure that you ask, is this wild? Is this deep sea? Normally they're loud and proud about this stuff. So if it is, there's a sign there saying wild caught or deep sea. The rest of it will be farmed, which means fed pellets, which means for you high in omega-6s and it's more of a processed omega-6, not high in omega-3. And if you are eating food that is fed grains, so you might go to a restaurant that says grain-fed steak, cows aren't meant to eat grains. They're meant to eat grass. So you want to make sure you look for grass-fed, any of your red meats or your chickens as well, where it's no hormones added, chemical-free. With lamb, and since this interview, I've actually done some study on lamb. You can get grass-fed lamb, but actually what you want with lamb is chemical-free grass-fed lamb, which is finding a needle in a haystack. The reason being is I found out the other day that lamb actually has the highest amount of chemicals and antibiotics than any other animal on the planet. (gasps) Um, I was talking to a farmer the other day. It was the farmer from the farmer's market, from Tarthra, and he was actually saying that he really gets lamb in. And when he does, he says it's like a gold mine. It's like he's just struck gold because they get so many antibiotics, especially in their first five months. He said at the first month, they're getting the vitamin B shot, which is a chemical shot, and it has a lot of nasties in it. Then they get a drench. And then at four months, they get another drench that has five antibiotics in it. And he said, if I told you what was in that drench, you'd never eat lamb again. And I said to him, so you're telling me not to order lamb shanks from a restaurant from now on? He said, believe me, he goes, I'm not telling you what to eat or how to eat, but he goes, I would never touch it. So I did actually manage to buy a beautiful leg of chemical free lamb from him. Um, But you know, that's just one thing that you don't realize. And if you really wanted to look at your health and nutrition and having your your skin and your eyes beam and for you to feel so focused and so alive, we really want to look at what we're putting in our mouths. Saying that, I'm off to Hawaii, so uh, fingers crossed. <laughs> Let's see how I go, right? Going to practice what I preach, baby. I'll see you in two weeks' time. For now, keep focusing on being the happiest version of yourself and even the happiest person that you know. Mwah. Bye for now.